So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day, and I hope that you're finding some great value in our podcast here. We come from humble beginnings. Unleash the Man Within is really just over a year old, and in that time, we've been able to reach people in dozens of countries. We just crossed 65,000 downloads, I think it is, maybe 70. I, I don't know. I don't check very often, but we've We've crossed a, a decent number of downloads already. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I started off daily and I think a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, that's cool, Cynthia. Like you do your little daily thing. It was in the middle of COVID. And, you know, here we are. It's a year later. COVID is long gone. And I have no intent to stop doing daily podcasts. I love it. I think it's so much fun. And the feedback that I get from you guys tells me that you love it too and that you're finding value in it. I do have a special ask. If you have gotten any kind of value from this podcast before, uh, maybe it helped you see something differently. Maybe uh, you took one of our practical steps, you applied it, and you noticed it had some impact. I'm asking if you'd be willing to leave a rating and a review on your platform. Um, You know, you may wonder why do people always ask for ratings and reviews on their shows and their music, and their podcasts, and their videos on YouTube, and it's for two reasons. Uh, the, the first is uh, for you, actually. It's, um, it's a chance for you to help other people like you that need it, that maybe don't know where to turn, and so a review could be the thing that, that allows them to check the podcast out and get the help that they need. When I buy stuff on Amazon or even when I'm checking out a show, I always look at the reviews now, and it's very persuading for me. Persuading? Persuasive? You know what I mean. It's it's really helpful. Uh, the second thing is, much more selfishly on my end, when there are ratings and reviews on an, an item, whether it's a book in Amazon's bookstore or it's a podcast on iTunes, uh, those things feed into the algorithm and it makes me more likely to appear in other searches. But again, while that does serve me, it's actually, again, it's going to help people who really need this stuff. And I think it will also signal to the people who don't need this stuff that this podcast is not what they're looking for. And that's really good because I only want people listening who actually are going to value from it. So if you're willing to leave a rating or review, that would mean the world to me. Now, today we're talking about what to do when you hit the one-week barrier or how to get past the one-week barrier in recovery. This is really interesting, actually. I would say a majority of people hit the one-week barrier at some point in the recovery journey. So just to be super clear what I mean, maybe you're watching porn a couple times a week, uh, daily, multiple times a day. Um, If you watch porn more than once a week, this episode has supreme relevance for you. And if maybe you're at the once a week mark or you're even past it, there's still going to be some things that you can extract from here and apply to your situation. So Basically, you know, the one week mark is pretty typical and that has a lot to do with our body's rhythms. Uh, We talk about circadian rhythms in sort of the biological body clock sense and that's typically over a 24 hour period. 
but your body also has rhythms over a one week duration. And so it's actually quite easy to break out of a pattern. Like, you know, when I was watching porn a couple times a week or um, I mean, it was a couple times a day in certain periods, I could always push it out to about a week once every week. And that was no problem. But getting to that next barrier was really tough. And a huge part of it is because your body has these weekly patterns, these weekly rhythms. I'll give you a really good one in my own life. So I wake up at 545 every morning, Monday to Friday. Saturday and Sunday, I've been sleeping in. And I mean, in theory, you're not really supposed to do that. Like, I mean, I will sleep ridiculous hours sometimes on the weekends just to catch up on sleep and because I can and whatever. Um, sometimes it's just laziness, if I'm being honest. Uh, but the the thing is, you're, you're not really supposed to do that because when you when you kind of shake up the rhythm, it's sort of like, like jet lagging your body. So if I wake up at 8 a.m. on Saturday and 9 a.m. on Sunday, and then I get up at 5.45 a.m. on Monday again, it's kind of like it's messing up your body a bit. So I've known this for a while, and it's only in the last couple of weeks that I've decided I'm actually going to, I'm, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to start waking up at 5.45 on Saturday and on Sunday. Now, if this was my normal, like, because in theory, this is like what my body wants. This is like the normal rhythm that I should be going for. So do you think it was fun when I woke up at 5.45 on Saturday morning for the first time? No, it was awful. And when I did it on Sunday, it was just as bad. Now, I'll be honest, there was a, a slight refreshing component to it. I, it was nice to be up early, just to have the home to myself like I do during the week, because usually my wife and I kind of roll out, roll out of bed together on the weekends. So there was sort of a nice thing about it, but it was a stretch. Why? Because my body is in a weekly rhythm. Monday to Friday, this is not a big deal because we've been doing this Monday to Friday for a long time now. But Saturdays and Sundays, it's not used to it. Like if it was purely daily rhythms, then waking up at 5.45 would be awesome on a Saturday and Sunday because that's what I'm doing Monday to Friday. But my body is trained. My body has adapted. It knows that, hey, Monday to Friday, we do this. Saturday and Sunday, we chill. All that is to say your body is in and your brain are in weekly rhythms just as much as they're in daily rhythms. So we want to pay careful attention to these. And the reason this is important is because if you've hit the one week mark, understand that you are not just combating um, psychology and physiology, you're combating biology. As in your body is actually in this sort of rhythm and this clock and if you, you might be able to reduce, you know, the number of orgasms you have in a week, if you're not masturbating as much, you're not watching porn as much, but it's going to expect it weekly. And to break past that barrier can often be a challenge. Now, that's the biological part of this, okay? There's also a psychological component because uh, oftentimes we set certain bars, certain limits. Like I think of myself with deep clean, right? I used to think, man, if deep clean, if, if I could get like a few new clients, like I, I used to have the math figured out, right? It was like, if I got three new clients per month, that would be so awesome. Because then I would be able to like put food on the table and have an assistant and maybe, uh, maybe it was probably a bit of a bigger number than that. But you know, it was like X number of clients would be this much. And then obviously eventually I hit it, right? And then once you hit that, then it's like, oh, it'd be so great to have this. It'd be so great to have that, right? And and you keep kind of looking ahead and you set different standards and different bars. But sometimes, 
as I've gone with Deep Clean, I've seen other people that are helping, you know, the people by the masses and, and way, way more. Their, their reach is farther. They have more people in their programs and everything else. And it's very easy to feel like super deflated, like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get there. But I have to remind myself, I'm doing my best and I have to just go one increment at a time. And so do you in your recovery. Typically what happens at the one week mark is people are not like, oh, I just need to get to 10 days. Typically, people in the one-week mark are like, okay, let's go to two weeks, let's go to four weeks, let's go to eight weeks, because we don't hear stories a lot about people struggling a couple times a month, right? The stories we hear are the people who got free, and we hear the stories about people who struggle daily or a couple times a week. We don't have uh, the the rungs of the ladder for those in-between stages, even though they're absolutely critical. So what I want to encourage you, the first thing, is if you're at the one-week barrier and you can't seem to get out, don't make don't even make two weeks your goal. Make your next goal 10 days. Okay. Now here is the key. Okay. If you hit nine days, set your next goal. Listen carefully. This is really, really important. You have to set your next goal before you reach. This is a very important thing for recovery. You want to set your next goal before you hit your plateau. Why? Because when you hit goals, the first thing your brain wants to do is reward. That's that's just the way that we're conditioned. It's like, I accomplished something, I hit a target, time for a reward. And when you're early on in recovery, your brain's most natural reward is still pornography, still orgasm. So if you hit the 10-day mark and you don't have your next goal, you're going to reward yourself or you're going to be tempted to reward yourself in a way that's completely counterproductive. We see this happen in our community, or we've at least seen it happen, not, not as much anymore, but it still happens, where guys will hit a milestone, they don't set another goal to keep them going, and so they hit the goal, and then they relapse, rewarding themselves for hitting their goal. Super ironic, but it happens. So the first thing you want to do is set a, a smaller incremental goal, and the day before you're about to hit it, set your next target. You have to keep yourself focused. Okay, yeah, day nine, awesome. Let's go to day 14, right? So when you hit day 10, it's like, perfect, I did it. And now we're gonna keep going, right? Like the ball keeps rolling. Um, and this is this is the idea. So for, for me personally, like I guess what I'm trying to say is in, in my journey and in your journeys, it's not like you're gonna do one week, then 10 days, then two weeks, then three weeks, then four weeks. Uh, you know, Then you have your relapse at four weeks and then you do four weeks again. It, it doesn't necessarily work that way. What happens at some point is the momentum has picked up so much so that there's no turning back. We don't need the increments anymore. But psychologically to get there, you have to think incrementally. And then biologically, things will start to change in rapid exponential succession so stay on course <laughs> go one day at a time and keep the goals incremental okay that, so that's the psychological part of this now the other thing to really pay attention to psychologically and one of our coaches mentioned this i was so grateful for his input but he said you need to start paying attention to some of the thinking patterns and some of the emotions that start to surface when you hit the one week mark so oftentimes, like if we've made this big thing out of hitting 10 days or hitting two weeks, we will start to get nervous, right? As soon as we start to hit our, get, approach our goal, we start to get nervous because we fear, you know, what's next? What if we fail right before? What if this changes everything? There's all these anxieties that start to come up when we start to hit our goals, right? Super ironic because this is a very good and healthy goal 
And yet hitting it brings up all these kinds of fears and all these concerns. So we want to try to um, we want to try to get on top of that as well, because if we if we're not aware of the thinking patterns and the emotional processing or lack thereof that surfaces around our one week mark, or really this is for whatever the barrier may be, then it's probably going to be hard to get past it. Because as long as those things are there, they're going to keep you in those cycles. And once you can start to think in a superior way and process emotion in a superior way, that is when you are guaranteed to experience a breakthrough in your results. You know, it's it's kind of like Einstein's thing of you cannot do the same thing or the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So what got you to once a week is might not be the thing that gets you to a once a month and permanent freedom. There might be other things along the way that you have to engage with a little bit. You might have to start thinking differently. You might have to try something new. And that would be my biggest encouragement if you're in this rut. So we've talked about a couple things, right? We've talked about number one, um, make sure that you're changing, you're moving the goalposts before you hit them. Um, number two, we're talking about getting into some of the thinking patterns, some of the emotional patterns that might be there. And probably the, the third best piece of advice that I can give you, and I, this is the most important one, is just do something different. Like keep doing the things that were really impactful, getting you up to the once a week mark. And then dig in a little bit more, try something different. So, you know, whatever it is, if you've been seeing a therapist and seeing a therapist got you this far, awesome. Maybe now instead of seeing a therapist, you do a program, you get a coach. Uh, maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while. This podcast got you to once a week. Awesome. It might be time for you to go find another podcast. Keep listening to ours as well, but you might need to throw something else in there. You might need a different vantage point, right? A different voice. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe talking to an accountability partner got you to once a week, but maybe now it's time to join a community. So all, all I'm saying is there, there might be some other resources or some other things out there that you can get involved in that are going to change things enough to bring a little variety and help you get past the last hurdle. There's no right or wrong here, guys, but what you want to think of yourself is you're kind of an experimenter and you get to go try some different solutions out there and figure out what works the best for you in this season right now, knowing that it may not work forever. And that's okay. We're not worried about forever. We're just focused on this one season right now and figuring out how do we get past this barrier. So I hope that gives you some things to think about. I hope that helps you a little bit. The one week barrier is very common. So there's nothing wrong with you. But like I said, there's biological rhythms that are keeping you locked in. And once you get past the one week barrier, things will start to change a lot more rapidly if you really stay on the ball. Right. If you continue to double down on the things that made a difference, if you continue to engage new solutions, if you're willing to invest some time, some resources, some energy, some money into some solutions, you will start to see things continue to push, continue to progress to that point of lasting freedom. And I will be cheering you on when you get there. So I really hope that this has helped. I want to thank you guys for listening and I wish you an incredible day. And if you found this useful, you could leave a rating or review on your favorite platform. That would mean the world to me. And that would help all the other guys out there who are looking for great content like this to get free as well. Have an amazing day, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. 
It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.